0: To hear the good news, you don't have to run and
1: hide. You can drop all your defenses. His
2: arms are open wide.
1: This is WCNO, Palm City,
3: the good news station.
2: Give and the
0: this is Dave Freeland, your host on Sounds of Joy. Inviting you to listen Sunday mornings at 6 on WCNO-FM.
3: The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing, why do you ask Justin?
0: That number again is 877-853-7816.
2: Good morning. I'm Pastor Ed Day, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Bumgardner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8, 32 says, And we shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. So grab a pen, take some notes, let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you.
1: The kingdom of light, the kingdom of darkness, both had to have cooperation to have their purposes achieved in the earth, they have to have people to work through. How I many know if God's gonna have glory in the earth, He's gonna work through people? How I many if Satan's gonna get anything done in the earth, He's gonna work through people? We all know that because we met some people before that act like the devil. Uh-huh. Some of us, we've acted like the devil before too. Amen? Praise the Lord. So if God's gonna have His desires, manifested in the earth today he's got to have somebody to cooperate with him somebody has to be able to respond to whichever world that they're accustomed to so if you're in the kingdom of heaven we respond to the kingdom of heaven if you're under the kingdom of this world then you respond to the kingdom of the world and you do things in a very worldly way Mm, come on is everybody all right Hmm? and listen this morning don't ever believe this don't ever believe that God and Satan are equals Don't even go there. You're like, ooh, just satanic and the Ouija board and the spirits and ooh, and, and your paranormal activity. Ah, give me a break. That don't affect God's power. Come on, help me somebody. Listen, there is power in the domain of darkness, but they are not equals. They don't even measure on the same scale. Don't believe that hell is where Satan rules from. Satan ain't ruling his kingdom from hell. Come on, help me somebody. Hell is not his throne. Hell is the place of eternal punishment. That's, God created hell for the devil to be punished, to go there. I mean, no, he ain't there yet. Come on, help me, amen? Hmm? I'm going to say that again. Satan does not rule from hell. That's not a good teaching in the church. Scripture says that he is what? He is the prince of the power of the air. He's the God of this world. That means, and it's not talking about the God of the earth. The the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. But he is the God of this world. That means that Satan's influence, his, 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 he, he controls the orders of things. It's the cosmos. He, he influences systems. He, he influences the spheres of life. Leonard Ravenhill has a book called The Seven Mountain Strategy. He talks about the seven different spheres of life that people operate in. And the devil gets into those different spheres of life and he begins to manipulate and to deceive the way Adam was deceived in the garden. That's why we've got so much sin in politics. Hmm? it's few and far between when you can find a godly leader anymore that really puts God first in their life and so the devil begins to attack systems and spheres of life and he puts in sinful thoughts that become cultural ways of life that are anti-God, that are pro-sin, that are pro-death, that are pro-hate that are full of bitterness and full of greed I mean, we see a lot of that in the world today, don't we? That's why if the devil can come along and get a husband to live in darkness in his life, it's going to be an open door for darkness into his whole house, into his whole marriage. If parents will sit around and gossip all day long in front of their kids, and how many know that darkness will get in their kids and they'll grow up and they'll be gossips? They'll act just like mama and daddy, amen? If you grow up in a negative house, then you're probably going to be a negative person unless you become a follower of Jesus Christ and get set free from that. Hmm? Come on, help me, amen? Amen? But Satan does not rule from hell. That's his eternal destination. The Bible says the hell was created for the devil and his angels. That's what the Bible says. God never created hell for people. The Bible also declares that. God didn't make hell for people. Will people go there? Yes. People will go to hell. The Bible says those that refuse to accept Christ Jesus and the redemptive plan that he has for them will perish and go to hell. I didn't write the book. There's churches all over the world today saying there ain't no such thing as hell. Let me tell you this morning, hell is a real place. God made it. If you have the opportunity to come and know the Lord Jesus Christ, and you deny that opportunity, the bad news is, is you're going to hell. Oh, he's a hellfire preacher. No, I'm just being honest with you. The good news is, is if you do accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you ain't going to hell, you're going to heaven. And the kingdom of heaven will dwell in you now. Hallelujah. So there's two kingdoms at war. And you and I are the battleground. Somebody say I'm the battleground. The battleground between light and darkness takes place in us. The kingdom of of light and the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of hell, manifests through people. We are the battleground. We either follow the king of heaven or we follow the king of this world. Is this helping anybody this morning? Amen. So that means that you and I have the ability to, to, watch this, you and I have the ability to overcome all of those situations in our life now because Jesus came and reestablished the kingdom in our life. And now the Spirit of God can live in us. That's the good news. Slap somebody out for the and say, that's the good news this morning. I mean, nobody in the Old Testament could ever make that statement. Nobody that lived in the Old Testament could ever make that statement. Every person in the Old Testament, all they could do was have the Spirit of God rest on them. But not in them, the Spirit of God rests on them. Scripture after Scripture says the Spirit of God rested on them. But how I many you know since Jesus came, now the Spirit of God can not only rest on us, but He resides in us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So that means that everything that I need to have out there, out there to deal with everything out there is in me. I'm an overcomer already on the inside. So I can deal with everything on the outside. I don't have to be in a great worship service to overcome some things in my life. I've already got in me what I need to overcome the stuff in my life i got all the power. Come on, somebody. Amen. Greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen. And when I recognize that He lives in me, then I can reflect the kingdom of God. I can reflect His love. I can reflect His goodness. I can reflect His peace. I can reflect His power. Hallelujah. In the world that I live in, people can see Jesus in me, and I can change lives with the kingdom of God that dwells inside of my heart this morning. Hallelujah. That's good news. That's why the Bible calls it good news. Hmm? Now, watch this. Everybody say faith. 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 Faith is released, say released. Faith is released primarily through the avenue of prayer. That's how we primarily release faith. Now, now it's released in different avenues of our life. Obviously by confession. Obviously by walking the walk and talking the talk. But faith is primarily released through prayer. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four. He said this: that whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, somebody say pray, pray. believe. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe. Believe what? Believe that you receive them and you shall, who said have? Go ahead and shout glory to God. You shall have them. Amen. 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 Hmm. Now watch this. Prayer does not create faith. That's not how you get faith. It doesn't create faith. Prayer is where faith is released. It's the faith that's coming out of you. Come on, help me. Amen. How How do you create faith? Faith comes by hearing, and hearing the Word of God. We get that faith in us, and we release that faith through prayer. How hmm? I many of you could pray your whole life in unbelief? we got people who are praying every day, praying 30 minutes a day, and they're praying in unbelief, amen? You can spend hours praying in unbelief. So what's he saying? He's saying when you pray, that's when and where you exercise your belief. I'm going to let it filter in. This is, going to change, this is going to revolutionize how you pray. If you'll learn how to pray this way, you'll have a new day. You release faith when you pray. And the reality is, is that many of us, when we pray, we pray out of our emotion. Isn't that true? We pray out of our emotion. We pray out of our need. Oh, God, I need you. Ooh. Right? We weep and we wail, well. mercy, Lord, mercy. How many of you know He put some mercy out there two thousand years ago? He's done put out all the mercy He's ever put. Now there ain't no more coming. You ain't gonna name in me, but that's the truth. He's already provided it. <laughs> and what do we do? We pray out of our need, or we pray out of our emotion, rather than praying out of our covenant. Because every one of us, we have a covenant with God. Amen. We pray what we feel rather than what we possess. Mm. I really believe, I mean, I know there's spiritual stuff out there, darkness and everything. But I really believe that the greatest hindrance and the greatest enemy to prayer is that we spend most of our prayer life praying for things that we already possess. Things that have already been given to us. Lord, I ask you to be with me today. Hmm? Come on now, Lord, I ask you to help me. Isn't that right? Isn't that how we pray? How you know? He said, "I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. I am with you until the end of the age." Lord, be with me today. He's over here going. Well, I'm already here. I'm right here with you. You're right. I'm here. I got you. I got you. Hmm? Come on now. Hebrews says, because the Lord says He will never leave me or forsake me, I can boldly say that the Lord is my helper. Of whom shall I be afraid? So you ain't got to say, Lord, help me. He's already helping you. So what do we do? We spend our time and we spend all of our energy praying for things that we already have in our life. Things that God's already given us. And listen, I don't want to be rude to you, but because we're so ignorant of what we already have through the covenant with God, a lot of the praying that we do is in vain. And it's not that what we say doesn't touch God. God likes it when we communicate with Him. He like, it touches God when we pray. But when we pray those kind of prayers, those prayers aren't moving anything. They're not the prayers of faith. They're not releasing anything in our life. Listen. If I spend my whole life praying for things that I already have, I never get the joy of celebrating answered prayer. Amen. Hmm? The joy of having the prayer answered, and I spend my whole life believing that God answers some prayers, but He don't answer others. Well, I don't know why they, He answered that for them. They got a miracle. I ain't got a miracle. I ain't had a miracle in two years. I've been going to church. I ain't going to church no more. Well, you ain't praying right. Hmm. I mean, every now and then, you know, you'll bump into something. I mean, a miracle will show up every now and then. And you see, like, you know, and, 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 but what happens is you miss the joy of going, wow, God is awesome. Look what he did. He just moves all the time. He's working all the time. We, we speak and we, we believe. Therefore, we speak. I mean, we had some problems with the lights this morning. I'm just going to tell you right now. The lights were going, mm, 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 look like a strobe light here. Mm, 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 mm. They worked on them in the back. They reset the computer two or three times. They reset the circuit two or three times. And we pray. I come up and I said, you know what? Let's just pray. Father, we command these lights to function right. We declare that they're right. Lord, give Tim the strategy to figure it out. Bless him right now. In Jesus' name, we give you praise for it. Climbed up the ladder. Bam. Five minutes later, Lights. Come on now. Lord, will you touch these lights? No. We declare and we decree over what God has given us. This is His equipment. This is His place. It's His stuff. We command it to work in the name of Jesus. We thank Him for it. Amen? But we pray those kind of hope so prayers and those feeling prayers and and those prayers out of emotion and out of need. And sometimes we bump into something and we we pray a little bit and and we think, well, God answered that. I must be praying right. But we just accidentally just happened. Come on, amen. Amen. And that's the moment we just go, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. We didn't jump up and down this morning when the lights come on and go, wow, that's amazing. We just said, God did it. Praise the Lord. Why? Because His Word's true. Can you believe that God really works that way this morning with me? Amen. How many know even a blind squirrel finds an acorn every now and then? Hmm? How many know God don't want you to be blind? He wants you to walk by faith. Hmm? Listen, can I just tell you right now, that's why most people get bored when they pray? I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna pray for 30 minutes. Pacing the floor and walking in. And running back and forth and praying and praying and praying. And look at your watching. Uh, it's got to be at least 30 minutes. It's been 30 seconds. <laughs> My God, this is harder than I thought it was. I then run out of things to say. Mm. See, we get bored and we don't see. Cause it's really because we don't never see any result in our prayers. So, so we never get to the joy of celebrating the answered prayer. When God manifested in our life. That's what Jesus said. He said this in John 16 and verse 24. He said, up until now, you've asked nothing in my name. You haven't asked anything. But now ask. And watch this. And the reason why I want you to ask in prayer is that this. This is what I want for you. That your joy may be full. God delights in answering prayers. He delights in manifesting His miracles into our life. In other words, I want you to experience the joy of your Father giving you what you have asked for. Hallelujah. I want you to experience the joy of the kingdom of heaven being made manifest in your life. A religious mindset says, pray hard. Try to convince God to give us something that He's really not sure if He wants to give it to us or not. But keep on praying. Keep on confessing. And if we work Him over hard enough, it, it, you know, if we'll lose some weight and quit smoking, then he's going to answer the prayer. And sooner or later, he's going to give in and say, oh, okay, I'm going to let you have it. You prayed for a year. Okay, I'm giving in. Hmm? That's a religious mindset. We laugh about that, but we do it. See, Jesus comes along and he said this. He said, he said little flock... He's talking about us. He said, little flunk, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. He said that in Luke chapter 12. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. God ain't holding out on you. He's not holding back from you. He's not withdrawing from you. If there's something missing or broken in your life, it's because you've withdrawn from him you've backed away from him you've walked away from the covenant you've given up faith in the middle of the fight hallelujah do you realize today that god is not trying to hold out on you romans 8:32 says this he says he said that he freely with no contract with no nothing with no 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 understanding with mankind but he freely Offered up his son Jesus. That's what he did. How many of you know that he offered up his son Jesus. When there wasn't nobody asking for him to offer up his son Jesus. People weren't praying saying God send us your sacrifice. Your perfect sacrifice. So we ain't got to live this way no more. Nobody was even praying that. He he didn't do that because the world was seeking and the world was hungry or the world was thirsty for Jesus to come. God did that before there was ever anybody to even ask for Jesus because Jesus was given as a sacrifice before the world was ever created. My Bible tells me that he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. God intended for you to be restored into the kingdom. His attention was sure. See, some believers struggle whether or not God wants to give them a breakthrough with their house payment. And at the same time, they don't understand that He already gave us Jesus. Well, God, if you'll just help me with my Toyota payment. No, 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 you don't get it. He freely gave you Jesus. I don't know, I'm going to make it through the rest of this week. No, 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 you don't get it. He freely gave you Jesus. Well, I don't feel like God's going to deliver me. Well, if he'll crucify his own son, why wouldn't he deliver you? Huh? See, this is what Paul's revelation was. The apostle Paul, he, he clicked in on this. This, is what, this was right out of Paul's heart. He saw this. He freely gave us Jesus. Paul, Paul is saying, if he freely gave us Jesus, will he not also by him freely give unto us all things? If he ain't withholding Jesus, why would he withhold anything else? Why do we think God's withholding from us? Hmm? Hmm? Paul said, You're thinking the wrong way. You got this thing messed up in your head. God ain't holding out on you. Mm. In other words, everything I need in my life, God the Father will release to me. It's mine, it's yours.
2: Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bumgardner. I hope you tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m., right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or make a love gift, you can call 772 461 Eight five five five. For more exciting information on our church, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. I'm your host Ed Day, and I'll see you next time on the Revealing Truth.
0: Again, that number is 772 342
1: 0047. Hey, it's Pastor Jason from the Revealing Truths. Kim and I would like to extend an invitation to you to come out and spend some time with us on Sunday morning. Our service times are at 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. You know, we're having an explosive time in the ministry. God is performing miracles in our midst. Today we're living in a time and a generation where six out of every 10 people do not attend church regularly. It's really something that we never really thought would happen in our country today. So many people have fallen away from the things of God. But I can tell you this, there's never been a more important time in history than there is now to get connected to church. Our church is a growing church, and we're looking for a few good people to come in and join us. We have a big vision. We have big dreams. And we know it's going to take a lot of people to implement what God wants to do here on the Treasure Coast. If you've been searching for a good place where there's good word, where people know how to worship Jesus and enter into His presence, if you've been searching for a place that flows in the supernatural and miracles are taking place, then Truth Church may be the place for you. I want to invite you right now, if you've been going from church to church or you haven't found the right place, come visit with us. Come be our guest on a Sunday morning and take part in what God is doing here at Truth Church. We're a very loving church and we're a family church. And we're expecting God to do great things in the lives of those that will partner with us to change the treasure coast of Florida. I hope I will see you there this Sunday. Please call our church office line at any time. If you need prayer for anything, the number for the church is 772-461-8555.
2: Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries. Thanks, Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller destiny network international exists to serve pastors local churches and ministry leaders that make up destiny network international for more information on joining the destiny network go to www.destinynetwork.org